0: Why should I be frightened of dying? You no know, reason for it. you got better go sometime. Hello and welcome to the Sam Reed's Near Death Experiences podcast. Thank you very much for listening today. For this episode we have an NDE coming to us from Australia is by a woman named Amanda, and her NDE occurred due to complications from childbirth. The epidural which she was supposed to receive was incorrectly administered and caused a life-threatening situation. This NDE occurred in 1986, so it's quite a ways back. And I found it on the Near-Death Experience Research Foundation website, which is nderf.org. And as always, I will post a link to the story in the description of this episode in case you all want to check it out. And I would highly recommend reading through some of the stories there on their website because it's a great resource for just browsing through people's experiences and their accounts. So, this was... A powerful experience and sounds like one that she had a choice whether to stay or go and decided to stay and return to her body for her husband and her newborn child. There are often NDEs which happen around childbirth, and they're particularly moving because of the the meaning and the love that a mother giving birth to a child entails. And so I was really happy to get to share this one and to get to read it to you all, so without any further ado, this is Amanda's near-death experience. Quote, Prior to having my first baby, I had been hospitalized before my due date as my baby wasn't moving enough. After a week in hospital and complete bed rest, this did not improve, and as I was nearing full term, a decision was made to induce me. I was taken to the birthing unit and hooked up to monitors, including a monitor inside, to check for any possible fetus distress. After several hours and what was considered little progress, the doctor decided to break my water to induce the baby to be born. After about 12 hours of being in labor, I was wanting to push, but the staff advised that I was not ready to push yet because I had not dilated fully. It was at this stage that I was offered an epidural, and my whole world changed. While my body was racked with pain from the contractions, the anesthetist asked me to try to keep still. This was almost impossible, but I did my best. All of a sudden, I could not feel my arms. No matter how hard I tried, I could not lift them. In a quiet voice, I told the medical staff who were present, I was assured by the anesthetist that, quote, it is just your imagination, and quote, you will feel them in a minute. I thought to myself, would I, could I? No, this is not my imagination. As it turned out, the anesthetist had punctured the intercasing fluid within the spine, and the epidural was now making its way throughout my whole body, and was not limiting to my lower half as it should be. I tried to speak, but I couldn't open my mouth, so I blinked rapidly, trying desperately to communicate my inability to move. Quickly after that, I couldn't even blink. That was when they started to react and to take things seriously. If we have to make a choice, you know to save the mother. I could hear and was trying so hard to communicate, no, save my baby first, but I couldn't communicate with them. I heard the anesthetist say, this is my first time I have done this on a pregnant woman, and I am never performing one of these again on a pregnant woman. I understood that I had stopped breathing now, and they were starting CPR. My body is flat on the bed. My spirit or soul was relaxed and without distress. I felt a pleasant, calming feeling, while myself removed all connection from my body, the body is simply a vessel for the spirit, nothing more. I raise up and out of my body, and I look down at the mayhem below. I saw the medical team administering the CPR, and watched their confusion. I looked towards the ceiling, in the corner of the room. I saw a white light getting brighter and larger. The being approaches me, and I drift towards it and towards the waiting room. I watch my husband pacing up and down. I know that he needs me so much, and because of that, I can't leave. The being follows me and then proceeds to guide me away from the waiting room. We go back into the room where my body and the medical team are all still going frantic about their work. The being guides me toward the bright light and what appears to be a tunnel. As we enter, I stop and look at the being. I say, no, my husband and baby need me. I turn from the being and I look at my body. I move towards my body. My spirit turns and faces the being. I literally lie down and re-enter my body. My understanding is that this is the stage at which I am now breathing on my own. I think my medical records say that I stopped breathing for three minutes total. My nightmare was not over. I was given a general anesthetic in preparation for a C-section, which on closer inspection was not required. My daughter was delivered by high forceps. Since they did not know if I would regain full consciousness and use of my limbs, I was kept on an operating slab in recovery overnight for monitoring. It wasn't until the next day when a lovely nurse asked me if anyone had brought the baby to me. After that, I saw her for the first time. Every time I sat up, the fluid would drain off my brain through this hole in my back. They didn't know how to fix this. After a week of this, they brought in the head of neurology and decided to operate again. They put me under another general anesthetic took blood from my hand and put it into my back. They were hoping that it would clot and stop the fluid from draining off my brain. Thankfully it worked, and after that I soon went home with my firstborn child. Through all this mayhem, pain, fear and confusion, I still remember the actual NDE part of it as a very pleasant experience. Occasionally I share this story with my peers, but never to another woman who has yet to have children. People are always amazed and interested. Often they are surprised that I am not very religious, but I have my own theories on that. End quote. So that was Amanda's near-death experience. The actual NDE portion of this story is quite short, and so there's not a whole lot to talk about. The events leading up to the NDE sound horrific and terrifying. The fact that she's in a delivery room and the epidural is not properly administered and she becomes paralyzed is just horrifying. But there were a few things I wanted to point out about her NDE that I found interesting. One was that when her her experience began, she started to see a a light in the corner of the room, and I only wanted to mention that because that is a motif I've seen in other NDEs, that someone's in a hospital room or something and the tunnel or the light that they experience forms in the corner or the upper right or upper left corner or something like that. I think is very interesting and perhaps symbolic of a, a point where all lines, all angles meet, that, that intimates something about what is being expressed by the experience, that it's at an angle at a corner, all the lines of the room come together into a single point, and that might be reflected in what the experience is conveying. An interesting symbolism nonetheless, and one that I might touch on in the episode I'm working on for Decoding Death, which has to do with crossroads and their appearance in in DE's. But that coming together, the crossing or the centrality of, of that point where lines cross, that is something that is being touched on here. She also mentions that when her experience was beginning that she felt no distress or anxiety, she was relaxed and calm, and that her spirit lifted free of her body in a way. And she talks about how the she felt the body was just a vessel for the spirit. And that's an interesting observation that our bodies are not much without that which animates them, which makes them move. Her experience does not feature any overt religious imagery, but there is a being who is in the light in the corner of the room who is guiding her towards that light, and she is torn, she wants to stay due to her husband and her newborn child. I've read other NDEs which have occurred during childbirth where the mother has a near death experience and it's often very striking that the reason they return to their body or the reason they they cite for for coming back is for love of their child or for their family and I think that's a very powerful thing to consider that The love between a mother and child can surpass even death, in some cases, it seems. And on that hopeful note, I think we will wrap things up. Many thanks to Amanda for wanting to share her story, and thank you all for listening to it. I hope you found something of value in that. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use share it with a friend, because that really helps us out. I've been trying to get an episode out every week or so, so there will be more to come. And until then, hope you all stay healthy and safe. Bye.